You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Let's take that journey into mystery and talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. We're at the end, Steve, uh, Steven. We're at the end, Ian. <laughs> he just texted me. That's why. No, no, he just texted me. That's, that's what it was in my mind. I'm sorry. Uh, it was funny. But yes, we're at the end. Uh, this is the end of phase three. This is the end of the MCU movies as we have it at the moment. And... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to see any MCU stuff again. Well, I mean, as it stands, Black Widow has been moved pretty much one whole year back. Yes, to, to May. Original, it's, it's like May 7th or something like that. It's supposed to come out now. And we're supposed to get WandaVision on Disney Plus by the end of this year. As, I've, as, as we're being rumored, told, I don't know what's the... What's the correct verbiage there? I'll believe it when I see it. That's the correct verbiage. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the thing is, I mean, obviously they Disney Plus is focusing on the Mandalorian right now, and that's their that's their their uh, their bread and butter right now. It, re- I mean, they really need something else <laughs> after that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So y'all, y'all need to hurry up and get WandaVision out here because uh, we're about to start talking about the bad Fantastic Four movies, <laughs> and I'm not ready for that. Uh, but yes, so uh, talking about what's being rumored, though, and Disney Plus, two weeks ago, I want to say now, yeah, uh, maybe it was last week, maybe it was two weeks ago, maybe it was 40 years ago, I don't know anymore, but uh, we have... Um, uh, talks, high talks, last negotiations of a person that is going to be playing Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. How do you feel Man. about Oscar Isaacs? Isaac, I'm sorry. O- I'm okay with this casting. I'm very okay with this casting. Um, I'm adamant. That it needs to be like there needs to be at least Dracula, you bitch, where's my money? At least once <laughs> in this series, because it's such a meme online. Like the the like if you're in the know, you're in the know, right? Um, but I mean, like that's where I'm the juggernaut bitch came from. Like it was such a meme that it became canon. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, don't 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 let me down, Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I gotta say on that. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I see Oscar Isaac saying Draco's a bitch and he owes me money, but I'm all for it if he does. Because, I mean, if you really wanted to, wait, I have to, we can come back to this point. I have to double check something Okay. before I say something stupid on recording again, you know, as is on brand for me, but... (laughs) I, I mean, I think the interesting part is going to be him playing three different roles if they end up going with the uh, uh, identity disorder uh, part of Moon Knight. You know, you know he's got his, what, it's uh, Steve Grant or Grant Allen character. Mark Spector is the one that you know the most. And there's, there's the the guy that, that's the brawler. And I don't know that, one, that character's name. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely three different personalities that he usually fluctuates between. So how does Oscar Isaac, you know, pull that off? And and for me, I, I had this conversation with someone else is that I kind of feel the same way about Oscar Isaac taking this role as Maharshal Ali taking the blade role. Like, honestly, I feel they're too good for these roles. Like, <laughs> I don't know if they'll, commit 100% not that they wouldn't just that it they might 
be like, yeah, this is just the silly comic book stuff. Like, I don't know. And that's, that's, that's being, that's, that's being dismissive. Obviously they're professionals, but I kind of get the same thing as like Michelle Williams in Venom. Like, I really don't feel like she committed to that role. She just kind of showed up for the paycheck. (laughs) But I mean, Venom was a Sony product. Yes. Okay. Venom was a Sony product. And I don't fault anybody for showing up and being like, er, it's a still like it's a silly comic book thing. But if you're showing up for an MCU property, it has weight to throw around. It has it has longevity. It has other big names that have been a part of it and have been successful in it. So if you're being brought on, there's a different kind of gravitas to it. I Ooh, think. yes. Using using big words today, Mitch. I know. I got my I got my smart people glasses on. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to play. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I get that. I, I mean, they MCU movies are a genre all into themselves now at this point, and and mm-hmm. they only bank money. So why not yeah. give give it your all while you're there? Um, you you know that you're going to be getting the most eyes on. It. I mean, he's already been on one of those type of franchises. He's in Star Wars, right? He gets to exactly. He get he got he had all the eyes on him during those movies. So um, we'll see. We'll see if he if if the, those final negotiations uh, hold out or not. So, per my research, I just did the question that I had to pose is because I forgot to look. But Jared Leto is still supposed to be Morbius, right? Correct. Is that a Sony or is that an MC, is that a, is that a, a Marvel thing? It's a Sony movie because it's part of the Damn. Spider-Man universe, but they are crossing over more and more because in the Morbius trailer that we saw, we did see Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture character. True. So, all we need, <laughs> we just need Moon Knight. And Morbius to meet at least once, so he can be like, "What are you, some sort of fucking Dracula?" <laughs> I mean, I think you have Blade, Morbius, and Moon Knight all having a connection to Dracula. Yeah. So, so like, there we go. Boom, handled. Uh, Dracula better have my money. Also, do you have any ketamine? <laughs> for, for those who aren't in the know, please go look up the, the Moon Knight Dracula memes. They are very funny, and I'm not promoting any sort of illicit drug use unless you're Moon Knight. Or if, none of you are Moon Knight. Or if you're in Oregon, which it's now legal or will be legal in the coming year. I have no idea. Just don't 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 make dumb choices and yeah. be smart. Yes, I don't make dumb you. choices. There you go. Um so we're so, talking about Spider-Man Far From Home though. Far from home. I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed Homecoming. But I also only enjoyed it after we get to the part where it's revealed that he's uh Mysterio is a bad guy. Like that was one of the things I thought was great about this movie because, like, when you see the... Tr- like, as a comic book fan, I know Mysterio is bad. I know he's a villain. But as a, you know, a person that just watches movies, they probably wouldn't necessarily know that Mysterio is usually a bad guy. And then the movie, the trailer, plays it up as, like, he's a hero. He's a hero from another dimension. So, I'm as a comic book person, I'm like, well... I guess that's possible. If we're gonna do multiverses, well, why couldn't there be a Mysterio from another dimension that's that's a good guy instead of a bad guy? It's that a, actually has powers, right? And that's it's a common, you know, comic book trope. But then when you get to the, and but then you know, also before you get to the movie, you're just I'm just like, oh well, but Mysterio is all about illusions and tricking you and stuff like that, and and I I feel like Spider Man's, uh. Spider Sense in the MCU version of Spider Man is very much in contention. Like there mm-hmm. are times when you don't know if he actually has it or not. Uh, I think this in, movie confirms it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it definitely confirms it. So I was all over the place, and then yeah, you know, yeah when he when he's when he's helping you know fight fight off elementals, and then finally you get to that bar, and he just turns on that Jake Gyllenhaal I'm a crazy douche <laughs> like, oh, 
and Jake Gyllenhaal does it so well, and this is probably the best heel turn that we see in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so genuine. And like you said, knowing who Mysterio is, you're like, mm, it's going to happen. He's getting played. <laughs> Special effects master for a reason. Like, mm, what is it? And then it happens. You're like, there it is. <laughs> That's what it's about. But he's so genuine before, and you just want him and Peter to be friends. Yeah. Peter just needs a role model, and he's so hurt at the loss of Tony. And just <laughs> some, he needs some sort of positive, like, male superhero role model. And it's, it's just sad that he doesn't get that. <laughs> yeah. No, because, yeah, his, his, his former role, role model of Tony Stark is dead. The next person that he would probably look up to, Captain America, is gone. He's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor is off planet. Captain Marvel is off planet. I mean, there's don't invoke doc- her name. Yeah, don't invoke her name. Uh, which oh, we'll we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it's just d- at the end of this movie. Do you find that he's like, I no longer need a role model. I'm the role model. Like I'm the person. I'm the hero. Yeah, I think he. I think he finally found his legs. Mm-hmm. Like all eight of them. Uh. Um, <laughs> Um, it's the the scene where he like where he confirms that the 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 spider sense the Peter Tingle is a thing. Um, that he comes into his own as a full on hero. He's no longer the neighborhood like the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. He's always going to be the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. But that fight scene in the Tower Bridge affirms him to be, as Mitch would say, more than street level. <laughs> No, Case would say that I said he was street level. Oh, true, true, true. true. <laughs> and as Case would say, I'm sorry, let me step that back. Case, I'm sorry to, to misquote you there. Uh, <laughs> to me, more than street level. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it it the scenes where you know Mysterio is going full on illusion and terrorizing Peter are some of the best scenes in this movie. Just mm-hmm. him having him going through all the different things and, you know, jumping off the scaffolding and then thinking that he's diving to save MJ, but then, you know, instantly hitting the floor. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> I feel that that hurts. And it's the most it's the most mysterious thing that could happen there. Because mm-hmm. even I like I like that right now we have. Like, we have year one Spider-Man right now. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long he's had his powers. We don't know any of that, how long he's been the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But with these villains, this is year one Spider-Man learning how to handle, like, super villains. Mm-hmm. And I'm so on board with him being completely out of his depth because his, like, extra sense isn't working. So he doesn't know what's real and what's not. And then you get Mysterio just being like, oh, yeah, hey, everything's not right. Like, the no- nothing is real and everything's real. Yeah. And and just, you know, the it. do you take it as his spider sense not working because he's just, his emotions are just overrun? Because, one, he's still mourning Tony, but, two, he's also, uh, quote, unquote, in love with MJ? Mm-hmm. I don't think that the relationship with MJ has anything to do with it. Okay. I uh, I think that it's more of he's in mourning, or is it even a, or is it even a bigger thing? You know, be after coming back snapped. You know, from being snapped, like could there be still trying to get his wits about him? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it could be like a PTSD thing. Mm. Um. Which we've seen Tony deal with, so it's not something they won't touch mm-hmm. in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um. But I really think it's more of a uh, more of an emotional thing on the regards of he's in mourning. He just lost his he lost his mentor. Mm-hmm. Um. But then he lost the he lost the one person in his life who would tell him when it's time to go. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, Peter, do the thing. And then he's like, all right, doing the thing. So he's just kind of like out there lost. He doesn't want to talk to, he doesn't want to talk to Nick Fury. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. And Nick Fury's not going to be the guy to go, hey, it's time to do the thing. He's just going to expect you to know when to do the thing. 
Right. Or use you to whatever he thinks is best when, you know, Iron Man used you for, I don't know, <laughs> beating up Captain America. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I loved, so like I said, I love the scenes where they, he's going hard at him with the illusion, even though it does look a little cartoonish at time. And I don't know if that's the, just the production value or if they wanted it to look that way. But like all of that is just so good. And then um, the hint or nod to, I guess, uh, Marvel zombies, like with the, the Iron Man armor coming out of the grave and a skeleton mm-hmm. face. That was that was pretty great. And also plays right into the like, dude, he's just a kid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Mysterio? Toad? Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, you have gone too far, friend. <laughs> that scene specifically to end up with Peter getting hit by a train. And surviving. <laughs> I mean, you got at that point in your Mysterio, you got to be like, man, what kills this kid? Like, right? <laughs> he fell out of um, what ten stories up, hit a car, uh, stumbled around, got hit by a train, gets blown up on the bridge. You know, all kinds of stuff, and nothing takes him down. Set on fire set, on the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he gets shot a couple times on the bridge because, like, there's no way he's getting through all of those bullets unscathed. That was that was another thing. Like, there's the part where he's using a drone as a shield, and then they're shooting at him. And it, as the drone gets like beat up, he throws it away. And I'm like, why does he not get shot right there as he's throwing it away? I'm like, he's just that skilled, I guess. Because the Peter Tingle came back, and he he's fast enough to dodge bullets now. He, I guess he's jumping between the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> but. That that scene on the tower bridge, that uh, like the the dark tunnel with all the drones and everything, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it the first time, and that is one of the most like hype triumphant moments in an MCU movie for me. Okay, where he's it's just like, all right, let's go. Like <laughs> I have nothing, literally nothing left to lose here. I mean, if so I like, if you don't if I don't stop you, you're gonna kill MJ and my best friend Ned. Like yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would rather die trying to stop you if everybody's going to die. So, like, let's go. <laughs> it, it was just, it, it just felt good. It felt like Spider Man. Because mm-hmm. the whole movie, he's been like, I don't know. Uh, like, like, Morty <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> and now he became not scared Morty Spider Man. <laughs> what do you, uh, so what do you think of, like, his uh, two other costumes in the in the because obviously at the beginning of the movie we see the iron spider suit and then we see him in street clothes but wearing a jester mask in rome no venice uh in venice yeah Yeah. and then uh then night monkey comes along which i was a little like really that's what that's what we're gonna call it like really but it grew on me this like with this viewing, I was like, all right, no, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a, I just don't care for the Ned Leeds character and I in in the movie in general. Like I don't I don't care for the way that they write him and I don't think I like the way that the the actor portrays him. I'm okay with him because we need something to confirm that Peter's still a kid. Mm. That's fair. Does that make sense? Yeah, no that that makes sense. I I just I kind of just wish that there was the Harry Osborn character. Oh, that that would have been awesome. But if we got the Harry Osborn character, I'd be nervous that we were going to do a Goblin again. Yeah, and we've done Goblin too much. Oh, I, I mean, okay. I don't know. I, I just I, I'll, I'll I'll walk that fine line saying I know that the Goblin is a is is one of the main rogues of Spider Man. No, so and can. Can you do it too much? But yeah, you can. I I, I agree with you. I, I don't want I don't want the Green Goblin again anytime soon. But I think Harry I would, Harry Osborn would have been a better been, been the better character. But then I wouldn't want him to reveal that he was Spider Man to Harry like like he does no. to Ned. No, I don't want that. And um, I will say for future Spider Man movies, I would be okay with the Green and Hobgoblin showing up together. Hmm. But okay. I don't want one or the other. I want both if we're going to do it. Okay. 
Well, I mean, that's the whole Ned Leeds character is is at one time suspected of being Hobgoblin and I think dies as Hobgoblin, but it's there but it's it's there like he's not it wasn't actually him, like someone just threw him in the costume kind of thing. It's all comic book conspiracy stuff. Mm. So Okay. So I mean like because we're dealing with high school drama for a lot of these Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. Ned getting jealous would be a good angle to get a new villain. Okay, that could be that could be something interesting. Like Ned's jealousy driving him to be one of the goblins. <laughs> I don't know how you play that. Like if that's the way that that's going to go, I don't I don't know how that be. Or Ned's jealousy driving him to be I don't know. Sandman, I, I don't know. It could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking names at this point. <laughs> like, you, the, to, picking names to kind of make the point. The, the jealousy pushing him to be a bad guy right. would be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, what I mean, what did you think of him and Betty's relationship? Their European coupling. Their, their European fling? Yeah, there you go. European um, fling. Uh, it's very high school. Yeah, from from the viewer standpoint, um, predictable yet fun. Okay. Uh, their use of Flash in this one. How did you feel about Flash? I was on board. Okay. I was on board with him being like Spider Man, like not as cool as Spider Man. <laughs> mm-hmm, still, still picking on Parker in certain ways. Yeah, and like being part of the gang, but not really, mostly just because he keeps like asserting himself to be. I think it's interesting that they've gone with the we're going to give Flash Thompson money in this one, like this version of him, like in because in the regular version, it's he's the jock and that's what makes him believe that he's better than Parker. But in this version, he's got money. So thus he's better than Parker, and then he has to rub in his face. Oh, this is first class. It's better than you. And I'm drinking, and and it gives MJ that that you know line of he's actually 17. He's not 21. Uh, he got blipped or whatever. And uh, uh, so it's 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 another interesting take. I don't know if I care for it all that much, but I hope they just do something more with him in the third movie. Yes. Um, I doubt that we'll get to Agent Venom with him, but who knows? I was going to say, since uh, like since we have the Eddie Brock Venom uh-huh. going on uh-huh. in Sony, um, I'd be okay if we got Anti-Venom. Okay. I feel like that's kind of a jump to get to. Uh-huh. But... I don't know. Like it feels like the one that would work. Agent Venom doesn't really feel like it would fit so much because of the age range. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that could be fun because then we just. I just want all of the symbiotes. <laughs> all of them? That's a lot. Well, just, just, just a grip of them. Just like <laughs> reach into the bag of symbiotes, put a glove on first because they're gonna try something. They're, they're gonna try something. <laughs> just reach. Put put a gloved hand into the bag of symbiotes. Uh, make sure you already have Venom out because we need him. Um, but then just grab like kind of whoever you can out of there and throw them at the wall. And whichever one sticks is the next symbiote to show up. <laughs> Not counting Carnage because we, Carnage has already been teased in Venom. Yeah, and what we have in the first Venom movie, Riot, I think. Uh, Arsenal? No, I think it was Riot. I'm looking because I honestly I saw it one time and I don't remember the movie too well. <laughs> uh, That's fine. I think I only watched it the one time too. I, I did not care for it, but it made the money, so people, other people did love it. Uh, what about MJ? How did you how did you feel about MJ being retooled in this one? Because you know the first movie we just called her Michelle the whole movie until the end when she's like, Oh, my friends call me MJ. And now Peter and her have a, a love thing going on that wasn't even hinted at in the first movie, but now he's smitten with her and she's been watching him as, as she says, uh, 
do you feel that relationship is earned or do you think it was just thrown in there because we all know that Peter and MJ need to end up together? I think it was a little bit like Peter and MJ need to end up together, but again, it's, it's, it's the high school relationship mm-hmm. where it's just kind of infatuation for and person goes, Hey, I think you cute. And then the other one's like, Oh cool. We're all right. I guess we're dating now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I'd be I'd be super on board if maybe next movie they break up and we get a Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah, we could get another Gwen, Gwen another Gwen Stacy. That'd be interesting. I don't. I mean, like I I feel like I, they won't though because they're using Gwen over it in Spider Verse. I mean, probably, but she doesn't have to be Spider Gwen whatsoever. She doesn't have to, but for some people that might be confusing. But this, if it's confusing, get at me on Twitter. I will set you straight. Not in a mean way. I'll talk to you about it. I'll make sure I'll be really kind and just like, hey, so one universe, she, she became Spider-Man and Peter didn't. And then Peter died, unfortunately. Kind of like that time that she fell from the clock tower in Amazing Spider-Man 2 and he wasn't able to catch her. And now that's why she can't be with the other Peter uh, in any other universe because it's just too sad. So like, boom, there we go. There that's you why go. this going crazy doesn't have powers. Because it's this universe, and she's not she's not Spider Gwen over here. Because Peter has the powers. Done. See, it's not that hard. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and I feel like that was said very nicely, and anybody can follow along. <laughs> <laughs> just you just just get some pictures there for people to follow along too, and it, it will be helpful. Oh, I'll do it. I, I will do <laughs> a PowerPoint. <laughs> I will, I will resurrect the inexplains to explain the difference between Spider Gwen and non-powers Gwen Stacy. <laughs> I like it. I'm all. The, I'm here for it. That's uh, a, that's uh, a format that I haven't thought about in a while. I, I think it needs to come back. I think so too. <laughs> if you're listening to this, let me know. Should should Ian explains come back? If you haven't seen it, I'll find a link for you. There you go. <laughs> um uh but mj obviously it's it it, i don't know if they'll break them up in the next movie because he he's obviously going to be going into something after as we see with the first stinger of uh uh peter parker's identity being revealed which I when watching that again, and I'm not sure. I think this might be the first time I've watched it since the theaters. Uh, why doesn't Mysterio use footage of Peter in the actual costume? Like you see a body uh, that's that's standing next to him in a spider suit, and then you see later on they just show a picture of Peter Parker. Like why did he? Yeah, yeah. Because like he. Both times I've watched this movie, when Pete takes his mask off, I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> the whole thing is cameras. All those drones are cameras. It's cameras all the way down, bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you've been played how many times so far this movie? Right. How many times has this dude pulled some sort of fast one on you? Uh-huh. And you're just going to be like, I need to take my mask off so I can talk to you like a person. No, you're Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man... Our, like this, this Peter Parker needs to learn the difference between Peter Parker and Spider Man. They are not the same person. Yeah, and but that's the that's the hard part, right? Like in when they're making movies, you're paying for Tom Holland's face, so they want to show yeah. Tom Holland's face. But you're also getting all of his charisma that comes with it. Because let's face it, he he does play a very charismatic Spider Man. This is true. Like it's. And it, it's not necessarily like suave, cool charisma. It's kind of dweeby and endearing Spider-Man, <laughs> which is what I've been wanting. Okay. Because let's like, I, I feel it's, mm. it's most true to form where, I don't know. I, I think we could have a whole conversation on the merits of all three Spider-Man actors at this point. Oh yeah. We could, we could definitely do that. We could have a whole conversation just on that. <laughs> but Tom Holland so far has been my favorite Peter Parker and my favorite Spider-Man. That's fair. Like he's, he's done a very good job of being both. Yeah. 
No, I get and that. It could be back to my back to my like year one Spider Man point. But he, like we need Pete to finally understand that he has to be a little bit more careful with his face. Mm-hmm. That that that's my big point there. <laughs> uh does the ending with a J. Jonah Jameson first J.K. Yeah, well, yeah. First, J.K. Simmons showing up as J. Jonah Jameson again. Were you floored as floored as I was when you first saw that? I was just excited because he's the perfect J. Jonah Jameson. I mean, he is great. Like who? I, I challenge you. I, right, right, I'll put you on the spot. And anybody listening, tell me who would be if if, if not J. Jonah Jameson, who would? Or if, if not J.K. Simmons, who would J. Jonah Jameson be? Uh, you know who I always thought would have been a good one is uh, what movie? His name is Ermie or Ernie or something. He usually plays like a drill sergeant dude. Oh yeah, um, Arlie Ermie. Yes, like like the Gunny. Yes. Yeah, from Mail Call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy was awesome. I always thought that he would have made a good J. Jonah Jameson. He might be too old now though. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's still around. I don't know if he is either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, when he f- shows up at the end of the movie, I was, I was floored and I could not imagine how they kept that secret. Right. And um, <clears throat> to, to, to clarify there, uh, Arlie Ermey did pass away in 2018. Oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. And that's unfortunate, yeah. but... Rest in peace to the gunny. He was one of a kind. There you go. But uh, <clears throat> that would have been a lot of fun if they had used him in like the Raimi trilogy. Yes. I would have been okay with that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was bringing up is that with J. Jonah Jameson being the one to quote unquote expose Pir- uh, Peter Parker as Spider-Man, does that mean uh, Peter will never be able to get the job at the Daily Bugle? Like as part Probably. of his mythos or you know the legend probably um but i'm that that's fine if he doesn't get the job at the bugle then just have him go work for Otto octavius see but the thing was like and i understand like hiring some high school kid to be a photographer or paying for his pictures that's not a thing that they really need to do anymore but like in the ultimate universe he didn't get the job as the as the uh, photographer, the freelance photographer, but he did get a job as working for their website. And like, I think that's definitely something they could have done in this version of, of Spider Man. But now he's definitely not gonna he's not gonna get a job as the, working on their website when every day Jay Jonas be like, maybe you are Spider Man, and I still hate Spider Man, like kind of thing. <laughs> I kind of want that dynamic now because <laughs> I I want more like like <laughs> vindictive J <laughs> J K Simmons <laughs> la, like a la Whiplash. Oh wow! He just like flings a newspaper at Peter's head. Yeah, <laughs> just because he's not because he's not in a, any particularly good mood, and he might be Spider Man, and I hate Spider Man. So like. <laughs> I mean, in the, not my not my wording. In the, instead of not my tempo. <laughs> in the current like Spider-Man comic books, he knows that Peter and 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 Spider-Man are one and the same, and they he still protects that, and he does like do a podcast now. So I don't know. It it's something that they could do. I'm I'm okay with with Infowars J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Um, so Spider-Man on the PS4, that game, has like InfoWars-style J. Jonah Jameson that oh. pops on the radio every so often. Okay. Like, you'll be swinging around listening to the radio, and he's just like, did you hear what Spider-Man did? Oh, my God. He's down here throwing around gas stations. And it's like, that doesn't make sense, Jonah. He's like, ah, ah, Spider-Man's a menace. And then, like, if you go do certain things, he's like, see, I told you. and it's great because you have like like crackpot J. Jonah Jameson that's actually making good points but he's just kind of being a crackpot so nobody's listening (laughs) (laughs) and 
I want that same angle for the for for this version of J. Jonah as well. Okay. I can see that. Where he's completely on to everything from the start, where he's like, Nope, this is what it is, and everybody's like, You're picking on a kid, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does is is Mysterio dead? No. I'm 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 on there in the same boat. There's no way that he died right there. And there's no way that we get a villain like Mysterio just to lose him. <laughs> I mean, the whole shtick is that he can make you see things that aren't there. Why wouldn't it be an illusion? Yep. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get a Sinister Six movie real soon. Do you think he leads him, or is he just a part of the team? Um, I think it's gonna be Vulture led. Oh interesting because like only reason i say i think it's gonna be vulture led is because he's the first of the of the six that we've seen Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like he also expressed like the ability to like create like create and hatch plans okay so he's the one who's like man spider-man got me arrested and i've been out here on the raft i'm so mad about it hey (laughs) other people who have also have beef with spider-man there's six of us. We're the Sinister Six now. And everybody's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who else would they throw in the team. I mean, obviously, Mysterio can't be on the raft or Strikers Island because he didn't get caught. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some flaws to my theory. I'm not going <laughs> to say there's not. <laughs> okay. Um, but we could do... Uh, Vulture, we have Scorpion you on, have, uh, yep. on Strikers Island as well. Yep. Um, we could do, obviously, Mysterio's in there. Uh, we have a couple of the a couple of the, the henchmen um, from Homecoming. Okay. So we could do Shocker, Shocker. from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Jamie Foxx as Electro that we could bring in. Okay. We do know he's going to show up. Yes. And then number six is villain to be named. Um, there's a whole bunch of like smaller people that you could put in there to fill the role, or we could just put Rhino in there. Okay, yeah, we can get Rhino. We could have Doc Ock. You could have uh, Craven the Hunter. Uh, we Ooh, did. Craven would be really good. This movie does hint as a hint at the chame- the chameleon because one of quote unquote Nick Fury's guys is Dimitri. Uh, which is the chameleon? Oh yeah, his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that we could have like we have the we have the groundwork for a Sinister Six movie in a big way. Yeah. The only thing is that I think when you see at the end of Homecoming when uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture Adrian Toomes doesn't give up Spider Man's identity to spite to Scorpion, like I don't think I don't see him teaming up with other bit villains to take down Spider Man when he knows who Spider-Man really is. Like he, I think he respected him enough, especially after he saved him. And, you know, maybe, maybe now that his daughter's heart's been broken is a different story, but, but I think that he, he respects him enough that he's not going to, he wouldn't join, create the sinister six. See, and I, I thought it was more of a, I don't know, man. That feels real weird to kill a kid. <laughs> but like, in, like to put out a to put a hit out on a kid. Like if I was gonna do it, I would do it myself. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, I I could see that. I could see that. Um. Yeah, I, I can't I can't talk enough about how much I love Jake Gyllenhaal's performance in this. Oh, right, right, absolutely. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was like the. For several points in this movie, he was the saving grace. Yes. <clears throat> like, just him being in the room was like, okay, this seems a little better now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I, I forgot to do when watching it this time? Uh, was swoon? Yeah, No, I always swoon. But what I forgot to do was look for uh, Jake Hall in the airport scene, which apparently he's there his character is there in the background um, as he's tailing uh, Peter Parker. Oh, really? Like the one they, when they first get to Europe? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's kind of, 
I'm sorry, uh, Quentin. We need to have a conversation about your stocking habits. <laughs> I mean, he he got the he's intel. A kid, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a kid, dude. Not not only is it weird if you're doing it to an adult, but now you're doing it to a kid, and that's just creepy. There are laws, <laughs> sir. How? But I mean, one thing I do have to say about Quentin and his uh, his group, his crew. They're not wrong that how irresponsible it is it of Tony Stark to give Edith to a child to a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not not to not to also you know give a pass to the fact that he gave a suit that has kill mode to a teenager, but to to give him Edith, which has the ability to control all these drones that can kill a person just because he said you know uh eliminate or whatever or uh was it called down to strike like take him out or something yeah like that. <clears throat> and so two big takeaways pete come here come here let me talk to you real quick two things you learn from this movie pete one keep your damn mask on yeah <laughs> You've been a superhero for how long and nobody's told you keep your mask on? <laughs> then again, this is a different kind of environment where a lot of our superheroes are public faces. It is true. People know who Cap is outside. Like, his Cap is Cap all the time. He's not Cap and Steve Rogers. Like, right. he's one and the same. Mm-hmm. So people know his face. But nobody thought, hey, again, we have this kid who's out here doing these things. Maybe we should try to protect him a little bit more. Maybe try to have some sort of like concept of him having a regular life. Somebody tell that kid to keep his mask on. I mean, Number two. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, honestly, Spider-Man's the only one that has a secret identity in the MCU, really. Like, true. Captain America, I- Hulk, uh, Clint, T'Challa. Like, they all are known as being the, the superhero vigilante that they are. And I guess that makes for easier writing. Yeah. But it's still, it's still goofy. It is. I'm not here for it. I'm not either. Uh, part two, Pete, I hope you're still listening. Um, <clears throat> you need to work on your wording when you talk to AIs that are omnipotent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, execute them all. Do you know how easily misconstrued that is? Yeah, even when I first watched the movie and he says that line, I was like, "Ooh, that that was a bad choice of words." Like, that's a real- that's not that's weird. <laughs> because Edith is like, "Do you want me to execute all of the orders?" It's like, "Yeah, execute them all." You don't know what the current standing orders are. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Just, hey, Edith, what up? It's me, Peter. I'm back. Oh, hey, what up, Peter? Yeah, hey, um, all these drones that are down here, call them back. There you go. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yes. Call, call them all back. Get, call get them, them out of here. I mean, how lucky was it that he said execute them all for that, for Mysterio's plan? Like, <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> uh. I, I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I hate Tom Holland's Spider-Man sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he's bad at it, but just because he's playing a young Peter. Yes. He's playing a naive Peter Parker. Yes. And I hate that because it's like, you're better than this. You you grow up to be better than this. <laughs> is this what teaches you? Is Is it this moment in London that teaches you how to not be that? Uh, so, were there any new characters that we needed to talk about that we haven't talked about yet? Um, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I we, so. we we got to see more of Talos, and I don't know if that's his wife or not that's playing Maria Hill. But that's what I wanted to talk about earlier: is the whole hmm. we should have known. Like the yeah. the first thing she says to him is, "Hey, Nick," and you should have been like. Damn it, he told us in Captain Marvel that nobody calls me Nick, everybody calls me Fury. Like even yeah. my, even my mom calls me Fury and they gave us the hint right there. I think the one that would have given us even more of a hint was if somebody said just like Havana. Yeah. Yeah, uh yeah, that would have been the bigger giveaway, but, <sighs> but we didn't 
there's a lot of glaring like little script things that should that we should have seen. Uh huh. Especially with how like weird he got when they brought up Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes, that was another thing. Yeah, the that when he just like, when he says, "Well, oh, I can't carve Captain Marvel," is that you don't invoke her name, like as the as the Nick Fury character, like we can, we can get behind that because he was heavily involved in the Captain Marvel part of the, of the MCU. Right. But mm-hmm. who actually respects Captain Marvel the most would be the scrolls that were saved by her. Like it makes yeah. so much sense. And yet we don't put it together until the end of the movie. Cause coming from, from Nick Fury, don't invoke her name is like, it's a point of pride. We're not going to call her. Right. <laughs> or like i owe her money we're not gonna talk to her <laughs> i i waited through how many different avengers level events and didn't call her until i was starting to to dissipate and disappear like that right? was when i finally called her <laughs> yeah um i'm still not sure how i feel about the scrolls so that's a that big reveal there at the, the the second stinger the the very end of the of the um the movie when she he is he's on the phone with Nick Fury, Nick Fury like how long do you think Fury's been up there after the funeral I mean I'm kind of tempted to believe that we've never seen the real Fury no that can't be true. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of tempted to say that we've never seen the real Fury. Because, like, he was really involved in the Captain Marvel storyline. True. So the other the other, the other piece of, of like, um, evidence, so to speak, that we get in Captain Marvel is that when he, ta- he tells... She's like, tell me something that only you would know. And he's like, I can't eat bread that's cut diagonally i think is what it was i I can't eat yeah yeah it's either that or i can't eat bread i can only eat bread that's cut diagonally and so i remember someone diagonal he he can only eat it if it's diagonal i think so okay someone says that i think i remember someone saying and i haven't gone back to look at it but in age of ultron when he shows up at clint barton's um farm he is eating it the wrong way the bread, the piece of bread. Okay, so it's at least been since Ultron. If you believe what this random person was saying on the internet that I don't even remember, like, you can't take my word for it on this instance. Oh, I will always take your word for it. I trust <laughs> you way more than I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that he showed up. He was, it was him. I'm, it's him throughout the whole thing. And then after the funeral, he's like, I need to take a break. I just got snapped, came back, saw Tony Stark die, didn't get to participate in the big in-game battle scene. I need a, I need a vacation. So he goes up to outer space, and, and instead of vacation, he's actually probably putting together sword, which is going to be in a, a branch of shield that is for only for outer space stuff. I am a little upset that Nick Fury didn't show up in the in the end game fight. I I mean, why wouldn't Nick Fury and a helicarrier show up to just take on one of those sky dragons? Right, where she, he's just like, I got it. <laughs> like, and we could they they could tease us with another like potential Sam Jackson swear. Yep, and it won't happen, and we'll all be like, oh, damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't understand. He's like, damn, that's a big thing, and then we start shooting. Yep, yep. <laughs> you could definitely had had a good one liner in there. So, I don't know, but does this this leads credence to that a Cree scroll thing is what's coming next in Phase Four, like? We really don't know what it is yet, other than maybe dimensional hopping because of the Doctor Strange movie. But I mean, scrolls and Kree could be a big thing. Time travel could be a big thing if we getting Kang the Conqueror. I don't know. I want Kang the Conqueror. Uh-huh. And I want Bishop. Hmm. Okay. That's, if we're dealing with if we're dealing with other dimensions and we're dealing with time travel, I want Bishop. <laughs> One of the things that I really want 
is uh, I want Wiccan and Hulkling, which are getting two characters that are really big right now because of uh, Empire. Yeah, I think that was the name of the storyline that just happened in Marvel. But we know that we're getting the twins, the Scarlet Witch Vision twins in the WandaVision show. Whether or not we actually get physical manifestations of them in the real world and then age them up so that we get Billy, who then falls in love with Hulkling, who is a half Cree, half scroll that shapeshifts into a Hulkling. Like, I don't know. There's, we're at a spot right now uh-huh. where we have so many characters that could come in. Oh, yeah. And all of them bring so much story potential. And I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I want, I want the mutants. I want them so bad. I want them... I want them so bad. <laughs> I mean, this movie hints at Fantastic Four more than anything else. I it, know. Twice with the elementals that they fight, plus the 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 street banner that I told we talked about way at the beginning of this whole thing. Like I just, I just want, I just want the mutants. Who? What mutant other than Bishop would you like to see in the next Spider-Man movie? Then. Nightcrawler. You want to see Nightcrawler? That'd be interesting. Because we had talked about um, retooling his teleport uh-huh. to be um, blipping. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, what would be- like the particle effect for it would be him just like dusting, just like. Pssst. You know, it would be kind of cool if they what they did with Nightcrawler. If they brought him in, in the next movie, they you have Peter around going around in his his new Spider-Man suit, and then all of a sudden he comes face to face with Night Monkey. And he's like, what? That was me. But S.H.I.E.L.D. just gave Nightcrawler his old suit because they didn't want a dude that looks like a demon just, you know, bamfing around. But yeah. he's bamfing around and doing, you know, night monkey things other than other than shooting webs. And now uh, now he's he's a new thing. But then by the end of the movie, he's like, I'm not night, night monkey. I'm Nightcrawler, like kind of thing. And I... I'd be here for it. Right? Wouldn't that be pretty would, a pretty cool like thing? I'd be here for it. Um other mutants that I think would be better to come in sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh obligatory um Xavier and Magneto, because I think we need a, some sort of analog or we need them in sooner than later just to have that established. Mm-hmm. Um I think you can get a good, a cool little nod to uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends if you bring in Iceman, Bobby Drake. Uh-huh. We need Storm. Storm would be cool. There's been a lot of talk of people wanting to play Storm. Like, let's. Uh, we need Storm. We have Wakanda in the MCU in a big way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Like, why isn't she there already? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's all coming in time. I'm sure it is. And that also leads to what we were talking about, like who's going to be Black Panther next? Who's who's gonna who's running Wakanda? There we go. There it is. It's Storm. <laughs> They're gonna get married in the off time that we didn't see, and then. And then she's now the queen of Wakanda and he's gone. I'm not mad about it. And, <laughs> and, and he, and he has passed on. He has gone to the, the realm of Kings. Okay. And, um, she runs Wakanda and there we go. Bang, boom. Because I'm sorry, are you going to be mad at the queen of Wakanda for showing up and like bringing a hurricane with her? I don't think you're allowed to. <laughs> How are you going to tell her? No, <laughs> No, I, I don't see. I don't see it working out that way. You know what I mean. Um, <clears throat> last one that I want to see in here would honestly be Colossus. Ooh, but I think you have to bring in the Colossus that's in the Deadpool movies, right? I'm okay with that because that's what you really need. Is you need Deadpool to show up in this next Spider-Man movie? 
because yeah, of all because that. They're friends anyway. They are friends, and you need to have him be like, well, I don't know. We need to age up Spider Man. This is the problem. We need to age Peter Parker up. We can't have no. Deadpool hitting on <laughs> under eighteen, uh, Peter Parker. And now, see, here's what happens. <laughs> here's what happens. They meet. Deadpool hits on him one time, and he's like, "Bro, I'm 17." And he's like, "Oh, whoa, never mind. Hold on, never mind. That's wrong." And they just, yeah, <laughs> they hit that line. They make a point for even Deadpool to go, "That's not okay." Because <laughs> even Deadpool's saying, "That's not okay. It's not okay," and everybody should understand that. <laughs> Way to drive the point home, Marvel. I'm proud of you. We did it. <laughs> but then he has to call it out and be like, "But." Because uh, ha- he has to make the break the fourth wall and be like, but you look like, and then you have you have to be whatever age like Tom Holland actually is. Uh huh. Because you look just like that actor Tom Holland who's actually twenty six. Like I don't know how right. old Tom Holland actually is, but I know he's pretty. I mean, he's not pretty old. Like I think Spider Man Homecoming, he was. <laughs> well, in Spider Man Homecoming, he when they hired him, they cast him. He was eighteen, and I don't I don't even know how how long ago that was anymore. Uh, he's 24. So he is 24. Okay. Yeah. So just, oh, well, my bad. I thought you were Tom Holland, and Tom Holland is legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just something along those lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's perfect. And then we can have Colossus, and Colossus is great because of his, like, strong moral compass. There we go. All right. All right, Marvel. There's all your ideas. Uh, Marvel, start paying me. <laughs> and Mitch, and Mitch too, because like I feel like we could come up with some gold for you for this MCU. I mean, or even I, the Disney Plus show. I I think the the night the Nightcrawler Night Monkey connection is gold. I think that is I, brilliant. I wouldn't have gotten there. That sir <laughs> is a stroke of genius. So Marvel, if you would like to get Mitch and I writing, or at least just like. Uh, put us in shows for you. <laughs> yes. Put us in the writing writer's room. We'll, we'll sit there. We'll be, we'll, we'll throw the ideas out and let the other people come up with the storyline. Absolutely. I do want one veto per me, like per meeting though. Where somebody <laughs> can be like, and then they do this and I go, Nope, get it out. We're not doing that. Throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like your energy. I really do. I think you're going in a great way. Just take whatever the hell you just put on that paper and never say that again. Just throw it in the trash and burn it. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. It's the Andy moment. It's the Andy moment. I have my answer. <laughs> who does Tom Cruise play in this movie, Ian? The dude who runs the drones in the van. In the van? Like the, the, the Ralphie from uh, A Christmas Story? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I could see that. I was going to say, like, we recast Happy Hogan as, uh, no, as talk with Tom Cruise instead of John Favreau. Come on. Like, All that running around and flying, flying jets. And your point this place, so it looks better. There's, there's the door, Mitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to get out is what you're telling me. After the end of Endgame, where, he, where Happy is taking care of uh, of of baby stark he's like i'll get you all the hamburgers you want you want to recast that man <laughs> you, you want to you recast that man while america's in mourning okay here you go instead of that he's the voice of edith <laughs> i'm here for that okay <laughs> it, so my choices were either um Ralph from a christmas story yep um, freaking Guterman, the dude who came up with the story yep. of Mysterio, <laughs> or Mysterio himself. But you can't recast. You you can't recast I'm, Mysterio. I'm not. No, ta- no, 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 I'm no. not taking Jake 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 Gyllenhaal out of this movie. There's no way. Even though that would have been the role that he would have got, that would have yeah, been the role you, Tom Cruise would have been in. I'm not taking him out. No, no, no. The only person that I would have recast Jake Gyllenhaal as is Ryan Gosling. Okay. That would have been interesting. I would have been here for it because then we have like like kind of sad 
perpetually weepy looking like a hunky supervillain <laughs> and that's what america needs <laughs> you know i don't i don't know if we brought up this or this fact or not but uh in spider-man 2 with uh, toby mcguire when he was almost not going to come back for spider-man 2 jake Gyllenhaal, jake gyllenhaal was supposed to be spider-man in that movie Mm-hmm. And then people say the two of them look look alike so much, and they also did a movie where they were brothers. So him finally getting to be in a Spider Man movie is kind of poetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still um, also Marvel, Disney, whichever one of you is on these phone calls. Get me on this phone call with Sony, and I guarantee you, I will land you. To- uh, I will land you Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield <laughs> for one of the future Spider Man movies. I. I- I can promise you I will do it because I'm, I'm just going to start crying on the phone because it has a good track record. You know, it. when that rumor was going around uh, about the two of them showing up, I wanted to throw in my hat. Why stop there? Um, just one second. Let me find the name. I of want the, Ben Riley. Name of the actor. No. Why stop there? You should totally get Shamik Moore to also show up as an older Miles Morales out of the Spider-Verse. Like, he just shows up in the Spider-Man 3 movie. And, like, he could also be, like, you're Peter Parker? Like, the Peter Parker that trained me was much older. Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's it it would be... Because why not get him to... I mean, he's in great shape, and he's got the voice that we recognize as as Miles Morales now. And, uh... If we're doing that, we could also because if, if there's multiple Peters, there's multiple Miles. So yeah, give us, exactly. Give us freaking Donald Glover, Miles Morales, finally. Oh. <laughs> well, he already showed up in as I don't care Prowler. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I, I won't take this away matter. from you. It, it's okay. However, <laughs> I do want to say that I for the longest time I wanted Jake Gyllenhaal to be Moon Knight. Uh, in a live action thing, so I, that was a little upsetting that he got, he played Mysterio, but he did Mysterio so well, so I can't be too upset about it. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm 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 sad that we're out of MCU movies, Mitch. <laughs> well, the next episode is all about us ranking the MCU movies, and we'll see where we go from there. I think I have a great idea what we're going to go after that. Uh, we still need to talk about it, but uh, I think mm-hmm. it's. It's a. Uh, it, it will be announced soon enough. So, so uh, I, for sure, we've got next week as uh, as as a fist fight about the order. Yep. We might we might need two weeks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll definitely I make mean, some. I'm just saying, everybody plan accordingly. Case plan accordingly. Uh, <laughs> You'll have Andy, the chat up next week. Yeah. Andy plan accordingly because those are the only two people I know offhand that actually listen to us. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't think Andy listens to us. Probably not. <laughs> he might. He might scrub to find Tom Cruise and it, call it good. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm excited though. I'm I'm excited for the future, but I'm sad for the present that we're just out. We should have had Black Widow by now. I think we should have had Black Widow and Shang Chi at this point. Yeah. I'm not sure. No, I think we should have had Black Widow and Eternals by this point. Shang-Chi was yeah. supposed to be February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, they just had to put everything back. But no, people couldn't just stay home and not spread around a pandemic disease. All right. So this this is specifically for the people who watch the video of this. Ready? Ready? Oh, never mind. That doesn't work anymore. I forgot that doesn't work. Yep, there we go. I was going to zoom way in on my face and tell them to stay home, but uh, now it's just going to be a black screen for a couple of seconds because I uh, <laughs> forgot that my camera wasn't on for that. Whoops. That's, that's the wrong camera. <laughs> that's the wrong camera. My bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you want to talk to me more about Spider-Man Home, Far From Home, please reach out to me. I love to talk to people. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia. G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Hi, and if you would like to talk to me in any way, shape, or form, I'm just going to cut Mitch off there because we have this kind of rapport and this kind of chemistry now after 25 weeks of recording together. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, if you want to talk to me, you can hit me on Twitter. I am at EOFLUX12. That is I-A-N-F-L-U-X. The number is one, two. I also stream 
on Twitch, twitch.tv slash emflex. Most of the time, we stream these episodes as we record them. Uh, we didn't stream today because it is a stress ball kind of couple days. If you know, you know. If you don't, where you been? Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're stressing out too. That's where they've been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <sighs> there we go. That's that's my spiel. Come hang out. Talk to me on Twitter. Talk to me on Twitch. Um, yeah. Also, Mitch, I heard we have a Patreon. This is true. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Geek Elite Media. You can get all kinds of bonus material you know, we got we got episodes that only you get to hear at first. You got uh, early access to certain episodes. You get uh, behind the scenes stuff. Like there's there's all kinds of bonus things you get being one of our patrons. So please go and check out check out our Patreon if you are able to uh, support us in any way. But what what what's the website there for that, Mitch? patreoncom slash Media. There we go. I was confused. I had forgotten for a minute. <clears throat> there, there we go. If you want to just interact with us on Twitter, though, you can find us at Geekly Media, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geeklymedia.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to. Geek, Geek out. out. <laughs> Change it up on you without saying anything. Uh, no, it's cool. I follow. I, I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> 20, 25-ish weeks. We have this. We have this chemistry. I follow. I got you. That's Ain't right. Ain't nothing gonna stop us. We're taking over the world. Next stop, Ian and Mitch Drive Time Radio Morning Show. Boom! <laughs> it's Ian and Mitch in the morning. Yeah! <laughs> Got in the box. Get back in the box. <laughs> During the break, Mitch pooped on his own leader. He's got a poop leader. (laughs) No, I didn't. Yes, I did. (laughs) That's on recording. Yep. (laughs) This concludes our broadcast. Ding!